Hello, welcome back to the Razorback Fan Podcast, done by me, Jack Shangle, just another Razorback fan. Um, the coaching search is finally over, um, which is, ugh, it has been a gruesome one. As I said in my last podcast, it has had an effect on me. I was genuinely anxious to find out who it was going to be, and it just kind of felt like everything was falling apart. But I do think that in the end, we, we got a good coach in Sam Pittman. And that's right, Sam Pittman is the head coach. If for some reason you've been living under a rock and you didn't know that, or if for some reason you waited on my podcast to find out. But Sam Pittman is the coach. Um, it is going to be He's going to be our coach for five years right now with um, $3 million a year being his annual salary. And then he has uh, milestone bonuses for six wins, seven wins, and eight wins. And if he makes a bowl game in any of those seasons, he gets an automatic one-year extension. Um, and then he can do that twice. But nonetheless, um, in one of my first Coaching Search podcasts, I had my brother Will Shankle on to talk about the podcast from an outside perspective. And I, I've brought him back today to talk about this hire from an – this now hire, I should say, yeah. Um, from an outside perspective of an, another fan in the SEC and to kind of see where it goes – goes from there. Anyways, without further ado, Will. As he said, my name's Will Schenkel, and I'm just excited to talk about uh, the hiring of Sam Pittman, and my views may not be the same as others, but I have some interesting views that I'd like to share. <clears throat> All right, well, I can't wait. Well, without without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Obviously, um, I told you the contract details. Um, I do find it interesting that the buyout was 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 very very low. Um, in fact, there really wasn't much of one at all. Um, Sam Pittman himself said that uh, don't worry about the buyout mess. Um, he, he just buyouts are people that expect to lose games, and I respect the heck out of that. And I do think that we didn't necessarily get him for you know a great price. I do think we may have overpaid a little bit, three million a year is a little bit much for someone who's never been a coordinator. Um, or, or let alone a head coach, but it is the SEC, and, and there is a there is an expectation of how much he should make, and I I do think that three million is probably um, as good as it was going to get for Arkansas, and now um, because of that, we do have a five million dollar pool of money for uh, or to go get some position coaches, and obviously um, Arkansas has lost a few position coaches in Jeff Trailer, uh, who is now the head coach over there at UTSA, and then uh, Barry Lunny who I am extremely sad to say just a few minutes ago left for UTSA to be their offensive coordinator. That really saddens me because I do think – Barry Lunny, I mean, he's, he's an Arkansas guy. You never wanted to see him leave, but um, it is what it is. And what are your thoughts? About Sam Pittman? Yeah, about Sam Pittman. Great guy, an amazing offensive line coach, an amazing recruiter, Everybody loves him. I think that's universally. I mean, that everybody agrees on that. Let, yeah, let, let's focus on the positives here first. We'll get into the obvious, glaring negatives at the end. Um, <clears throat> the number one positive to for me is is like you said, the people like him. Um, he, I mean, you go watch that press conference when uh, in the public forum that he had it in. Um, his introductory press conference, he. I mean, he had everybody on their feet. He had press people on their feet clapping for him, and, you know, that's very unprofessional. I mean, he had me sitting in here watching in the live stream um, thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, let's go. I'm all in on the Sam Tram, baby. Let's let's get it going. He's not fake. He's not fake. And, th- I mean, that is truly who he is. Um, but even in that press conference, you did see negatives. That, but we'll get into that later. Um, n- now – 
the positives with that is that because he's a good guy, he's been in the business for a very long time. He does know people and people do like him and people will want to work for him. Now, are we talking about top, top tier, um, uh, coordinators? Probably not. We're probably talking about some guys that, that have been around and that, you know, have experience like him that while they may be a name, they're, you know, probably not the best in the business anymore or maybe they never have been but he according to him whether this is true or not or whether it's just to get us excited he had 500 some odd text messages a hundred of which were from coaches around the league that were currently at schools that may be coaching this uh still coaching um up until or through the college football playoffs that that want to be hawks and um i do like it because he he understands what it means to be a uh the the head hog and he understands that we have to recruit Arkansas. He understands that we have to recruit Texas. He understands what it means to build a relationship with these guys. Um, I mean, obviously, I would say not to mention. I mean, obviously, they coincide. But with his ability, obviously, my biggest positive is that he's a good guy, and I think the guys will buy into him and, and fight for him. I th- do you think that translates into his recruiting talent as well, or like, do you think that? I mean, obviously, he's a he's a top recruiter, but what do you think? About recruiting, about like some positives about him. Like, what are the what are the, what are your opinion on? Him? Like, what what do you think is the greatest positive? For him? One thing What's I like thing? about hiring a coach that hasn't <clears throat> been a head coach before is a lot of times when you see a head coach come from another school, he brings. Usually, they're coming from a lesser school, and that means he brings his buddies, his friends from that lesser school up to this new level. And a lot of times, those assistant coaches aren't up to par to what Arkansas in this case would need. But he came from Georgia, so he has no necessarily pre-alliances. So he's going to be able to take maybe a few assistant coaches from Georgia. Maybe not big ones, but maybe underrated ones. Maybe some from all the stops that he's been on. He should be able to get some pretty good assistant coaches, especially with y'all's budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Sam Pittman, the 34th Razorback head coach. Throughout program history, uh, there's there's some pretty big uh, there's some pretty big positives, and, and it's hard not to like the guy. It, it don't and again, I mean, you've got to be nervous as a hog fan that it took. I mean, we now know why it took so long to get him in the building. Um, obviously, because he was coaching in the SEC championship game, he wanted to be there for his kids. He wanted to be there. I mean, he was the guy that built the Great Wall of Athens. I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that. I think y'all obviously wanted Lane Kiffin. That's why it took so long. And that just didn't work out. So then, obviously, deals started going down with Sam Pittman, who I don't know if that was y'all's second choice, but he's as good as any out there left. So I think that's why it might have taken as long. Okay, well, I'll give you that. There is no doubt that the job fell to Sam Pittman. Um there, Arkansas, uh, from someone else that I heard, they, they phrased it as this. Arkansas ran into a lot of closed doors on this search. Obviously, with Mike Leach signing an extension, uh, Matt Campbell signing an extension. Um, people like that. Uh, you know, Realistically, Matt Rule was never an actual candidate. Um, he may have called Arkansas to get a raise, uh, which he didn't get, uh, that I'm aware of, anyways. But I, I, there's no doubt that it fell to him, but I think that, that it could have fallen to someone worse. That's true. Well, I mean, obviously could always fall to someone worse, and time will tell whether or not he pans out at Arkansas, but I don't know that the door got shut with Mike Leach. I don't, I don't think y'all just came to agreement or just didn't want him because, he, he, again, he wants to be in the SEC. 
He signed that Washington State deal almost reluctantly, I guarantee you. I, I don't know what happened there, but I don't think Mike Leach turned Arkansas down. I, You know, I think he would have been a really good fit for the Ole Miss job. When I saw that fake report come out that kind of like broke on Twitter um, from a fake uh, Ole Miss or like a parody account of an Ole Miss uh, media member, is what I believe it was, I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty good hire. I think, I, I, I think he would have done really well at Memphis. Or not Memphis, uh, Ole Miss. Probably. I think he would have been a good coach at any non-power team right now. He yeah. he can't go into he couldn't have gone to any school with really high really high expectations at the moment. But if he went to any school like Ole Miss, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Missouri, not comparing Arkansas to all those schools, but obviously y'all's expectations next year aren't to win seven games. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I feel like realistic expectations just take little steps further season by season. Yeah. I think that's where he thrives. Yeah. Well. Screw Mike Leach because he's not our coach. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sam Pittman's our coach, and I like. Here's here's a, another reason I like him, and I and this is maybe not one that revolves around coaching, but more so the press conferences. Golly, are we going to get some questions answered? Chad Morris would beat around the bush. By the way, if you haven't heard the news, Chad Morris is now the offensive coordinator at Auburn. No contract details have been released yet. Terrible hire. Terrible hire. But again, screw Chad Morris. He's not our coach anymore, and. Like Sam that. Pittman will answer questions. He did answer questions. He straight up said about this recruiting class, this class is probably going to set us back a little bit, whereas Chad Morris probably would have said, oh, you know what, we're going to get over it. Well, you didn't, Chad. You never did. And that's why you're gone. Dunzo. You got dumped. Anyways. It's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of fresh air to have a guy that is going to sit up there and answer questions. Now, Obviously, there are a lot of positives with him, and I kind of laid them out earlier, but we're going to get into the very glaring negatives now. Um, I'll probably let Will talk more here, but I'm just going to kind of – I'm going to kind of let what I've got to say just out real quick. If you haven't watched the press conference, not the the one where he was introduced, but instead the one that was media exclusive, go watch that press conference. You can tell he's inexperienced being asked these type of questions. There's, this is now we have not seen him coach a game. We haven't seen him coach a practice. We haven't seen him organize a practice. We have we all we've done is seen him bring back Devin Bush from the land beyond that is known as the transfer portal. That's all we've really seen him do so far. We know that the guys there, most of them, who have been vocal. Seem to really like him, and it's easy. Now, granted, it is easy to sell yourself to somebody for your first time meeting him, especially if your name is Sam Pittman. I mean, look at that guy. He's like Santa Claus. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't, I would definitely suggest going to watch it. He was quiet. He was composed. He answered the questions honestly, but he... It felt as if he was scared, almost. And I, or, or maybe not scared, but I would say uncomfortable. And obviously, that's something that's going to come with time. He's going to be doing a lot of Absolutely. press. Co- yeah, he's going to come. He's going to be getting a lot of questions asked, a lot of tough questions asked. And you know what? He probably will get better with the coach speak thing. So don't get used to this. Very transparent Sam Pittman. 
I think that it'll, it'll continue to be how it is. Like, you're going to get your questions answered, but a head coach and an offensive line coach, two different things. And that's another big thing. He doesn't have any experience in it. He doesn't have any experience coaching as a head coach anywhere at any level. So those are my pretty those are the most glaring negatives. And granted, none of them really have anything to stand off of other than the the head coach thing. Like he just doesn't have the coaching experience that you'd like. Obviously, when I made my wish list, I said that I wanted a sitting head coach, and clearly that's not what we're gonna get. But um the press conference right now, I mean, he just he looked uncomfortable, and that I mean that concerns me a little bit. But nonetheless, um, it it is what it is, and uh, I think that he'll get better with it over time. And I think by the time season uh, SEC media day rolls around, he'll probably be a pro at it. But I'll let Will take the reins here for a minute because I know he's got some negatives to spill. So go ahead. So first off, about pr- the press conference, if I wouldn't take anything from press conferences just because. As a Tennessee fan, we've had, before Jeremy Pruitt, we've had two coaches who were good at press conferences with Derek Dooley and Butch Jones, and obviously that didn't translate to the field. I know Butch Jones wasn't as good at press conferences when he started losing, but just that being said, don't take too much from press conferences. Obviously, he hasn't done it much. He'll get used to it. About coaching, it really worries me because he not only has he not been a head coach ever, and there's going to be growing pains there, He's never even, I don't, as far as I know, and I did a little research, he's never even been an offensive coordinator. His whole life, his whole identity is as an offensive line coach. So, defensive line? A, a, a defensive line? Okay, well, in the trenches, in, in the trenches coach, a, a position coach. He's never had to drop a game plan ever. That, that should worry you because we don't know if he's going to learn to be a head coach or not but like next year is going to be a frustrating year for Arkansas fans because in game management what it takes to run a program is a lot like it's a, and it's a lot of growing pains so we're going to Arkansas fans are going to find out firsthand next year about the growing pains that y'all are going to go through and the frustration because y'all might lose a game because he didn't call a timeout or he didn't call right play or he wasn't looking at the play clock and if he does that, that doesn't mean he's going to be a bad coach, but it's going to take him a year or two to really become however good of a coach he's going to be. One thing that will help Pittman's transition from position coach to head coach is dependent on who he hires around him. He, It is pivotal for him to get good coordinators around him and get good assistant coaches and preferably somebody or at least one or two coaches with head coaching experience to help him transition to becoming a head coach and being a competent head coach and being able to weather a game from start to finish. Someone to kind of like, um, what's his name? Uh, Sean, not Sean Payton's. What's the Rams head coach's name? Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Sean McVay's a get-back coach, right? Like, it's, it's something he struggles with. So he's got somebody. Now, granted, obviously, this is a little bit of a bigger deal, than a get-back coach. But it's a coach that's there, you know, kind of like he's got another job, but he was hired and put in place to help your team on and off the field. And in this case, getting a good coordinator who has been a head coach, you know, like there's some, here's why I'm not a head coach anymore. This is what I did wrong. Here's maybe what you can improve on. This is what... Y'all need Butch Jones. No. 
No? Okay. No. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, we will not be champions of life. We will be losers or winners, A or B. There is no C. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I'll say is I think it's pretty obvious that Arkansas is going after the Ed Ogeron LSU model. I think it's pretty obvious. Everybody in the country knows it because obviously – Joe Brady's a candidate right now. For – Let me see. Really? Yeah. For Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Is he not the offense coordinator at He's the uh passing game coordinator. I would I, I would have a hard time seeing him leave. But if, if y'all were to get Joe Brady, that would be an amazing hire. Yeah. But him being linked to head coaching jobs, I just honestly can't see that. But again, that would be hard. But like I said, Sam Pittman his offensive coordinators, his defense coordinators is gonna what is what's going to decide his head coaching career. Because if he doesn't hit those and he goes five years, he's going to be coaching offensive line five years at some big-name college. Because yeah. don't get it wrong. Y'all's offensive line is going to be good. And we beefy. Going to have the best offensive line in the nation within four years. And that's I honestly don't think that's available because that's how good of a coach he is. I agree. And he's an amazing leader of men. That's why I'm saying the LSU model is what y'all need to be going after and obviously what y'all are going after because I think it could work at Arkansas. I don't know. I do too. Like I said, those coordinator hires is what's going to decide his head coaching stint. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you may not get the best coordinators year one. Um, and that that's that's kind of a big deal because really when you go look at it, there's not a lot of great coordinators that that we, you know, are hearing anything about or you get two chances. Or what have you. Yeah, you do. You do. You get two staffs. And that's, you know, l- l- let's go back to Brett Bielema. I mean, he had Sam Pittman. And you can really attribute when Arkansas really just started to fall off the face of the planet, under Bielema was when Pittman left in 2016. Or 2015. 2015, 2016. You know what I mean. Um, after that, it never got better. The offensive line started to give up sacks. In Pittman's time in Arkansas previously, he only gave up 35 sacks. The, ne- the year after he left, Arkansas gave up 36 it's hard to find a good offensive line coach. And when you have one like Sam Pittman, that's one of Butch Jones's many mistakes is when he first got to Tennessee, the first thing he did was say, okay, I don't need Sam Pittman. That's why I think it's good for Sam Pittman because Butch Jones came from Cincinnati. And this is just another example of a coach coming from another school and having alliances with previous assistant coaches that you feel like you have to pay back. Mm-hmm. So you hire them Tennessee. Well, Cincinnati and Tennessee aren't on the same level. No. So obviously that didn't work out, and they all ended up getting fired. And I believe that's, that was just one of the beginnings of Butch Jones' failure at Tennessee and mm-hmm. a lot of other head coaches in the nation. Yeah. Sam Putin doesn't have those alliances, so he's just going to go out and hire, with this budget, he's just going to go out and hire the best coach he can, mm-hmm. no matter what alliance. Obviously he will have some alliance with them, but... Sam Pittman's smart. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got what it takes... He's got the tools. He's just got to build himself a toolbox. And that's what I think that, that Sam Pittman is going to be for Arkansas. I think right now he's going to be – you know, Hog fans, I'm telling you now, expect this season – Trials. Yeah, expect some Hunger Game level trials, man. I mean, it's – it's what you're about to go through this next season is not going to be pretty. Sam Pittman – there's an – Urban Meyer could have come into this program and – we still wouldn't have made a bowl game next year. I don't know about that. Urban Meyer is a whole other level. Well, that's, he would have went and recruited some serial killers. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, despite uh, Urban, Meyer's char- Urban Meyer's character uh, flaws that are ever ever present. Um, yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, obviously, like I said, just go into this next season looking for positives. 
Not don't look for wins. Look for positives. Win the you're, games. you're not gonna you're not gonna win a whole lot of games. I think you will win the games that you have more talent than other players in because this team will fight for Sam Pittman. But I would not expect you to. If there's a game you're supposed to lose, you're gonna lose it. If there's a game you're supposed to win, I believe you're gonna win it. That's just my opinions from an Arkansas fan. Um, we're gonna close with Will's thoughts on the same matter. See, I think. Again, since he had, he's never drawn up a game plan. None of this. Next year could be absolutely awful, and you, just, y'all have to, y'all. The only positive can come out of next year. If I was an Arkansas football fan, that's how you have to look at it. And it's gonna be harder to look at it that way, in the season because you want to win now. Everybody wants to win now, but most likely, like let's say y'all only win three games and y'all lose maybe a game you really shouldn't lose. I don't think that necessarily means that he's not a good head coach or he won't be. It's just. You know, he's still new to this. Like, after this year, he'll still have only done it 12 times. He'll have only done it 12 times. Like, it takes most people more than 12 times to perfect a craft and to be able to be one of the best at something. He's got to teach these kids fundamentals, and he's got to learn his own fundamentals. And that's 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 what this offseason is going to be about, if you ask me. But, nonetheless, I appreciate you all for listening to the Razorback Fan Podcast. Again, if you liked it and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a rating, a five-star rating if you liked it, and leave, give me an honest rating if you didn't like it at all. Um, I, I greatly appreciate it either way. Um, thank you guys for listening. And remember, if you did, again, if you liked it, share it. Um, we, you can listen to it everywhere, and um, we'll pick.